the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to Pure Dead Gaming Podcast episode number 38. We are mixing it up this week and changing the format of the show slightly but do not fear your favourite shitty platinum gaming movie night review as well as the latest news pick of the week are all still coming up. Craig, I'm sure, will continue to gush over Arcane's latest game, Deathloop. We're also going to talk Hades, The Artful Escape and Kenna Bridge of Spirits. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, then please take some time to rate and review on Apple Podcasts so that others can discover and become part of our little community. Don't forget, you can also be involved in our episodes by casting your votes over at puredeadgaming.com in our pre-show polls and feedback. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello. 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 How are we all? Good. Shattered. On this fine Tuesday, shattered. Mm-hmm. I'm not as tired as I should be. I got up pretty early this morning after going to bed pretty late, mm. but I feel alright. Then now I'll probably just, feed. I'll probably just <laughs> zone out <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Need to be picked up off the ground. Mm. Were you happy that the the show notes were in black? Yes, thanks for that. Did you like that? Yeah, it was better on the eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. More aesthetically pleasing. Right. Yeah. I'm enough on the eyes, I'll have you know. Oh, Jesus. You've got me to contend with. Mm-hmm. Not so good at bowling, though, are you? Oh, here we go. Oh, did you go bowling? Oh, you got absolutely annihilated I, by I me. I can beat pretty badly. You know, you're not good at bowling. Usually I'm all right. Mm. I'm usually all right. But what, what's a, your excuse? What was your excuse? I don't have one. I right. just played really badly. <laughs> really, really badly. What was the score? And I played particularly well for a change. So. <sighs> it was only like, I think it was 98. It was less oh, than 100 Jesus. anyway. Yeah. Ah, it was really bad. What was really, this? Really was bad. this date night or something? No, no. The kids, don't be daft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing as a date night. Do you not have a date night to yourselves? Oh, sometimes, but... I mean, like, once a year if we can get somebody, to take, if we can no. get somebody to take the kids... He's exaggerating. You need to have like some for yourselves. We can't yes. just chain them up outside. <laughs> You've got plenty of friends. Right, Andy, I'm well, I'll draw that. Right. No, 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 oh, there we go. That was a fucking no. offer. Hey, it's on film. No, I'm not, I'm not going to record anyone, you know? on audio, you mean? You don't want me looking after the kids. <laughs> I don't care who looks after them, right? You've just dogged yourself right in. <laughs> What was your What was your score? It's like 152 or something. Something like that, yeah. Uh, to be fair, even if I'd played well, she would have probably beat me. Yeah, you get annihilated, it sounds like. I did. And then we went to the arcade, which we've not done in a... I mean, I don't think I've been to an arcade yeah, since I was a child. Down at your beach. Yeah, beach. Yeah. the amusements. Yeah, yeah that's, what, the I mean. that's the what I mean. That's what I mean, sorry, the uh, amusements. You forget arcade. that they're still there. Portland. Is it Portland Amusements? Can't I remember what it's called. Could yeah. be, aye. It's, it's, it's like going back in time to the 90s. As soon as you step in, you're just like... I love it. It's something about The noise it. of, aye. like, the aye. machines aye. all going. <laughs> and then that, that machine that's got the... You put, like, two peas in. Yeah. And it's, like, tries to see if it's going to tip over. That's oh, it's going to tip over. It's going to tip over. No. no, no, no. <laughs> that's the thing the kids played most. Yeah. It's so addictive, though, doing that. It's really good. I try to obviously explain to the kids, you know, well, Nathan more so than Erin because she doesn't quite get it. But, you know, 
gambling and that mm. the fact that because he was like oh, I want to go back again tomorrow and I'm like right now <laughs> of course a lot of money. let's add up how much we just spent <laughs> yeah because he was he was saying to me so obviously you get those tickets and then you can yeah. redeem the tickets for stuff but like you need like a million tickets to get like a penny suite so me and Nathan were yeah. playing this but the game where you throw the basketballs oh yeah and at the end of it we got quite a lot of tickets so he's obviously thinking that he's going to be like buying he's his rich. buying his own house <laughs> or whatever and uh, we went up with about 300 tickets and the two of them got the equivalent of like a 69 pence toy like a har- like a packet of Haribo's or aye. something and a they- flump remember a- yeah. we got a flea flump a wee marshmallow flump aye and Nathan, <laughs> Nathan was like see if we come back tomorrow uh, we could just do the basketball thing back to back and then we'd get loads and I was like yeah, Nathan like a PS5 it was like- the-, the giant baby Yoda that they had their, ha- their-, their eyes oh, on I was like Nathan each shot of that basketball was a pound <laughs> And Fun we got thing. about four pence worth of tickets out of it. You know, ones are always expensive as well as the, the driving ones, the like yeah. the rally. Because they are like, you you crash or something, it's like another pound. Another she wanted pound. to play. The, the whole reason we went is because the bowling had one of the motorbike machines. Oh, yeah. And she was so desperate to go. Yeah, but right. there was folk on it. And I was like, do you know what we should do? And so then that's where we ended up going to amusements. And then there was a motorbike one there. But, you know, we we were like, Sixths or something like that uh-huh. in the first race, and then that was us out. So it's a pound yeah. for about a minute. They also had like a one of these ones, like a space uh, space invaders. But you mm-hmm. sat down, you had like a, a had like a sort of joystick that you could like aim it, oh, and cool. it was really cool. When you went against, so the two of the kids went against each other. Um, but again, like it was, it was only fifty pence a shot, I think. But it, obviously fifty pence each, and it lasted like twenty seconds. There's a pool tables in there as well. No, I don't think so. The best machine that they had, and I'm gutted this wasn't a thing back in our day. Maybe it was. I was just never lucky enough to go to a place that had it. But do you remember, oh gosh, what was it called? Knowles House Party. House Party. Yeah, it and there was, when you went in the box and all the money fell down, you had to Aye. catch yeah. all the money. So it was basically like that, but little, really? little plastic balls. Right. So all the balls dropped on you and the kids had to like pick up the balls and put them in the like shoot as quick as they possibly could. And cool. I was like, that's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, there was like, there. Pure, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. It's, there was height restrictions on it though. Like, uh-huh. so it's only for children. Yeah. But it was I saw your eyes lighting up. It's more and more than he's done. It's just one more shot. Like, like, you don't fit in the pod, mate. Like the crystal maze at the end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. And you get the gold ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get... A hundred gold, <laughs> but fifty black. <laughs> so you've got fifty in total. That's awesome. Remember, we used to play pool quite a lot. Uh, we used to always go down to the amusements in Presswick. Was it? Oh, what was the amusements called uh, Presswick? The Broadway. What, Broadway. Broadway yeah. Yes. That's it. They had yeah. a couple of pool tables at the back, didn't they? Aye. Uh, every time you went in, there was always like a couple of adults that you just knew had been there all day losing yeah. every penny they had yeah, just sat there like Aye. so depressed <laughs> every day this isn't working brilliant yeah, gambling very really does <laughs> exactly especially with puggy machines and stuff yeah. like that that's why I don't do it I, I don't gamble I've really never been into gambling because it, it's amongst games to be honest I know, I know you like putting a wee flutter on and stuff I like putting a bet on the football, but yeah. it's not necessarily to try and make lots of money. It's more for an interest. Like yeah. I would, I would say, I would, like 
I generally and you can like you can check your online gambling accounts and see like I generally over the course of like three six nine months I'm roughly even mm. like so it's not to try and make money it's more just like when it comes to a Saturday like I've got more of an interest if I try and pick like six teams mm. or whatever yeah. and if that big one comes in then obviously you win a fair amount um, did you uh, see the guy in this numpty in France that no. he did the tightrope no. Do you not see this? It's been everywhere. I don't know how they let him, right? Because usually you can't get within 100 feet of this thing unless you've bought a ticket. But some guy, they put a tightrope from the first floor of the Eiffel Tower all the way across a river, the river, I can't remember what it's called, okay. to a theatre. So it was 600 metres long and he did a tightrope for the Eiffel Tower all the way there. It took him like half an hour or something like that. Did he do it without falling? He mm-hmm. had a big, was he a stick? Like the, no. He didn't have a balance stick? No. He just... And he was, he was barefoot, which to me sounds like it would be harder, but he must have been doing it because it helped. Oh, well, I, I, does... The pictures are mental, honestly. See, if you look it up, like he... As it took him like half an hour, apparently, and he, he stopped and lay down at one point. How he lay down and get back up without... I don't, I don't even know. The pictures look mental because it looks like the rope is like bending all the way down. Mm. So it looks like he's almost having to walk up at like an incline. Well, probably, yeah, with the weight of him and the distance. Then, I mean, yeah. don't be wrong, he did have like some sort of harness so that if he fell, like he would be attached to the rope in some uh, way. Okay. He wouldn't just oh. plunge to his death. But he never oh, used... It. It's a no fun if there's not a fatality. <laughs> I want this. I want this fucker dead. There's a French guy back in the day, and it was guerrilla style. He put a wire across the twin towers, the top of the twin towers, and he walked across it with no fucking parachute or rope or anything on. He walked across it and he walked back and forth about five times, but there was no fucking safety. We'll see this guy. Like honestly, see if you see the pictures, like it looks fucking insane. Like it's it's a it's a small lanyard that he used for it. And I mean, we when we went to Paris, I I didn't make it past the first floor of the Eiffel Tower because I was too scared. And it's knackering, really. <laughs> All that way, and I was like, nope, I'm done. When I was when I was reading the article, I think it was in the Metro or something like that. Uh, and he apparently it said at the bottom. I don't know if it was a joke. I like to think it wasn't, but it said that he'd been training for four years to do this. And he'd had to overcome a childhood fear of oh heights. No. Oh, <laughs> what? And this is what he picked to do. To, so is that him there? Yeah, it's, I don't think it's his first one. Aye, that's him. That's him. Wow. That's some length. Isn't it? And I never even thought uh, about it, but like you fucking harmless, like pussy. <laughs> Aye, right, we'll send you up there. <laughs> Well, if you're going to date, date properly. I think he did it properly. He's barefoot. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Can't believe you're calling this guy out. Yeah, I don't like it. That's all this shit. <laughs> Fuck him. No, that guy back in the day, fucking just taking a cable up to the twin towers, jumping across. People are all like, oh, "What the fuck is that up there in the middle of the twin towers?" It's a fucking guy. Just looks obviously <laughs> as if he's floating because they can't see the wire from that high up. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, are you getting interest in Des- the new Death Stranding that's coming out now? Uh, probably not. I didn't even know there was a new Death Stranding. Aye, they're bringing out like, the director's cut. Oh, the director's cut, right. The, the fun mode. 
but it's got like you can jetpack to places and stuff like that so mm. that you're not just walking the whole time uh, that's the guy with the baby aye the that guy one. the guy with the baby yeah, that one, um, they've, added, like, they've added like racing and stuff like that no it's just I saw for a while there's like an upgrade plan so if you owned it in Playstation 4 you can upgrade for a, like a small fee right um, and so it was supposed to be like £10 slash $10 slash €10 and uh, they announced today that for some reason in the UK it's only going to be a fiver the upgrade uh, so I was like, oh, maybe because I could pop the trophies. Oh, mm-hmm. so oh, I thought goes. that's that's worth the fiver. But then I realised that the it completionist in him seen a deal. But then I realised it was the fucking disc version I owned, uh, which I punted after I beat it. And we've got the digital PS Five, so mm. I can't. So I was looking mm. up. I was like, how much is this thing? And it's forty four ninety nine, right? Which obviously I'm not paying. I'll wait till it's like two quid in a sale or something like that. But I was looking into it and I read some article and there is a workaround. So see anyone that's thinking of picking this up, instead of paying forty four ninety nine for it, what you can do is you can pick up the PS4 version. I think on Amazon it's like £19 now and then you could pay the £5 upgrade. So you'd actually get the new version oh, for yeah. £24 quid yeah. instead of for mm. £44. So there's a, there's a wee life hack for you. Working the system. Game hack. A wee life work hack. Work it, baby, work it. <laughs> And see the most annoying part about that story? <laughs> see when I was making a note of it? He still can't get a fucking euro sign on a British keyboard. A euro? Aye, for, for marking a price. There is a way you can do oh, it. Like, yeah. See up, up above the numbers how you can get dollars and you can get pounds. Yeah. There's not one that yet there for euros. And there sure? is a way you can... there's weird combinations. Aye, no, there is some weird mad combination, but I can never remember it. So every time no. this something like this comes up, I have to Google Euro sign and then copy <laughs> it and paste it in <laughs> and then change the font and the size. Can't just write Euros? It's interfering with my life. If anyone knows a, a good workaround for Craig, I'm sure he would be delighted there is like a, there's, there's some mad three-button combination that you can press that makes it appear, but nobody's got time to remember that shit. No. Nobody. So what's everyone been playing this week? Uh, I played Hades and I can I beat Hades. <gasps> oh. oh my god! Look, I can insert applause here. I can see his wee chubby for here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out it's still more to go after that. I know. I was like, oh man! <laughs> so it's just teased you. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna keep on playing though, but. There's a part of me that kind of wants to complete it again to see is there more story? Because it's just fucking going on forever. But then part of you wants to be like, no, no, I, I did it and I can move it. on. I want to be done with it. So you I can want move that closure. Game. I want a wee bit of closure. <laughs> and I want to move on to another game, please. We keep getting requests. The audience don't want you to be done with it. They want you to suffer forever. They want you to be stuck in that loop. The gameplay is like addictive. It's so fun. But... I just thought, I want to play something else now. Please, guys, just let me play something else. <laughs> I've completed, I've beat Hades. It was hard as fuck, but I got there. <laughs> what were you, Jess? Well, Ken, A Bridge of Spirits came out today. It did indeed. I tried to get up early to play it and I didn't really pan out. No. No, well, I had a day off today, so there was a lot of uncertainties, I suppose would be the word, before it actually came out, because... Nobody had played it really, so as much as we'd seen some gameplay footage, it was from 
the publishers, wasn't it? So a lot of it was like cutscenes and stuff like that. Like they had they'd shown a lot of cinematic stuff, but they hadn't really shown much gameplay. And no one really knew what the story was about. And I, it was weird. It was bizarrely quiet before yeah. it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, so far so good. In the opening few minutes, like I'll be honest, I was a bit lost. You're in a cave, and I don't know if it was just you know that sometimes way when it's too bright in the room and the screen was so dark and when you're in Frequently. a dark yeah <laughs> when you're in a dark setting in the game you can't see so yeah. i was like i don't know where i'm supposed to be going i don't know what i'm supposed to be doing this room's particularly bad for yeah that. so yeah it was just i was a bit lost but you know as it kind of opens up the game is very linear so you can't really go the wrong way um, and didn't take long to figure out the graphics as you've perhaps seen in the, the footage so far is insane. It looks cracking, doesn't so it? Good. I would even say it's better than Ghost of Tsushima, Greg. Right, simmer down. <laughs> simmer down. <laughs> not, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> Musically as well. I rescind my proposal. <laughs> um, the kind of rhythm changes depending on your location and I think right. that's quite a cool addition and it just mm. syncs really nicely with your little rots they're called, so... Yeah, it's a bit of a weird name for it, isn't it? Yeah. I was saying that earlier. Like, they're so cute. And yeah, it's named it's after, like, a fucking fungus or something. Yeah. But they are really cute. They are and very cute, yeah, I think I think that's what, what kind of pulled me in even before I played it. Like, I just... It's very Pixar. It's very Disney. Like, that animation style, which, mm. I don't know, being a female grown up with Disney... You know, I love it. Yeah, it um, definitely feels very Disney. Like yeah, very, and uh, I think these little like rot. Yeah, I don't know why they're called that, but they like they're they accompany you along the way, so they're part of your your progress, your story, um, and they're just I don't know a nice little companion. The enemy is aggressive. Aye, I, I wasn't had, expecting it to be a hard game. No, so it's like I had con- I had considered going live and doing like a wee first impressions let's play and think fuck I did not because after 10 failed attempts I had to downgrade the level because it was too hard really? yeah uh, it's meant to be solid I heard this say that it just doesn't seem like a game that's going to be brutal gameplay wise mm. I thought it would have been really easy like I thought it was going to be one of these like accessible for all ages type of things I mean granted yeah. maybe I'm just not that good but I think not all day I've heard oh really? aye Aye. People yeah. have been like comparing it to Dark Souls and saying like there was a guy that said like I've completed Dark Souls and I was struggling with this. Mm. Like it's really, really difficult. Yeah, it's solid. Um Oh, and also there's a fucking trophy for completing it in the hardest difficulty, which uh, apparently no. almost nobody's gonna be able to get. No. Because the hardest difficulty's locked You'll at the beginning. Get it all, won't you? Because <laughs> you need to. <laughs> I'll need to find somebody <laughs> to do it. I'll certainly not be doing it. I wonder if you wee brothers. Nah, there's no way. I don't have time for hard modes. Yeah. The DualSense controller use as well it's was unexpectedly really good. Um they've they've really kind of tried to show off what it's capable of and like you get a spirit bow, I think it's called, and like the trigger resistance you can oh, feel nice. when you're using that. It's really good. Oh, I love um, a wee bit of trigger resistance. I think I still think they will, because Phil Spencer did that interview and he was like, I really like some of the features and it's definitely something we're looking at. Aye. Like I always I always think with these sort of things that like just rip it off. Who gives a fuck? Aye, Nothing, no, nothing's no, original. No, like no. I don't know who did it before Sony, but I guarantee they weren't the first yeah. ones. So just fucking 
steal it? Cares? Yeah. yeah, so I'm not too far into it, but story so far is decent. Um, there's a lot of cut scenes which kind of break up the gameplay, but I don't know, pull you in a wee bit more as well. So I played maybe like 20 minutes of it after work, and I it, it seems really nice. Like, like you say, it's quite linear. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was still trying to figure it out. I was trying to find more of those wee rock guys. I think I need enough to turn a red place back to green. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have not found all the guys, the rot. It's because you're probably not very good at looking for stuff because um, I know that that's a trait that you possess. <laughs> that, sounds, that, that feels very personal, that dig, doesn't it? <laughs> She's fucking done me there. <laughs> Give me that ring. Just saying. <laughs> I see. Just we're, we're talking about like uh, like cool things like that in games. Like, see, we spoke about this before that it was coming out, but see, Lost Judgment. So it's the sequel to, uh, like, Judgment. The official, the original Judgment was a spin off to the Yakuza games. Yeah. Like the kind of, it's like a, invest, I an investigative, game. So the new one, Lost Judgment. I think it comes out today, and. Honest to God, I know I haven't played the first one, but I'm thinking of jumping into this. It sounds yeah. fucking awesome. There's I'm loads of things. By it as well. I like. I'm. I'll maybe reach out to Sega or something like that because I, I really fancy giving it a shot. I saw an article last night that was talking about how Lost Judgment is the closest thing to Bully. We might Bully Two. We might ever get. And I was like, mm-hmm. right, you've got my attention. <laughs> I am reading your article. Aye, so you play as like a student advisor in a local high school and you've got to like infiltrate a bunch of different sort of clubs within the school and so there's loads of like mini games attached to all these different things a, a bit like in Bully and also there's hundreds of different not hundreds but there's a bunch of different actual full-blown games within the game so darts no actual you play darts actual <laughs> games <laughs> Like that's a game. That's an actual game. I know it is, but like Virtua Fighter Five is in this game. Oh right, like actual other games. Sonic the no, Fighters. Like, not even mini games. No, there's a Sonic game in it. Like what? there's arcade cabinets you can go to and play other so- other Sega games within it. That's cool. Remember when Doodle Jump was in Goat Simulator? Yes, I fucking remember it. <laughs> Yeah. You had to rope somebody in to get that trophy, didn't you? Aye, Brooke. <laughs> so that bloody goat simulator, and then that that was difficult as hell. Yeah. And me and you tried it for ages, yeah. and we're like, who's youthful enough that would be Brooke? <laughs> she must have been, what, 14 at the time, 13? And we're like, come on over and uh, have a shot at this. First time, banged out about 30. So I was like, can you do the PlayStation 4? Like, there was a, no, there was a PlayStation. <laughs> she did the PlayStation she 4 did. version. So I was like, can you do the PlayStation 3 version? I've also got the, the US uh, copy oh of it. Can God. you do that one? <laughs> Eventually, she did about five of them for me. Brilliant. Uh, but so like, there's Sonic the Fighters is in it. Uh, there's Space Harrier, Virtua Fighter 5's in it, Alex the Kid's in it, um, Maze Hunter 3D, there's Alien Syndrome, there's a lot of, kind of old games, but there's Fantasy Zone 2, there's like all this different stuff within this game, it just it sounds awesome. But there's no darts. There might be darts. Darts <laughs> so, would be an original concept, that would just be something that they'd made within the game. Quite like darts. Do you want me to report back if there is darts? Ah. If I like darts. Right. Is that why you're such a GTA fan? I like darts. Eh? Was darts in GTA? I think it was in GTA 4. Uh, it's not in 5, is it? I don't think so. 
Why did they take that out? Remember GTA 4 had like pool. I mean, it was a shit version of pool. But it had pool, it had darts, it had a couple of different things. Uh, I don't know. That's a strange thing to take out, especially mm. given that there's GTA Online. Don't know. Oh, In fact, do you know what they need to bring back for GTA 6? What? I've never understood why they never included this. Do you remember the table tennis game that Rockstar made? And it oh, was yeah. It was only in the 360. Yeah. It's fucking excellent. You might be able to bring that back. Why would you not put that in a GTA game as a minigame? Uh, if you've already made the fucking thing, just put it in. Like, oh, you can go into a pub and play table tennis <laughs> as, as Trevor in his pants. <laughs> That's what I need. Uh, I, right, so I've been playing mostly Deathloop. Mm. I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> I just honestly, I just can't get enough of it. It's so good. Between uh, two different accounts, I'm now at like sixty-five hours. Like before the game had come out, we were playing it before release, and the trophies went on the system, and so we've been told that like the like. It tracking everything might not carry over properly so I'd started it on like a different account just to avoid any fuck ups um, but then obviously once they went live in the system I then switched over so I've been playing at like a, a really slow pace just to try and like I don't want to just race through it I want to try and do everything as it comes so there's lots of things for doing unique kills or killing in a certain way like advancing all different like kind of side stories and stuff like that so I've been trying to do it all as I go uh, but I just can't put it down. It's so good. It's so much fun, honestly. I mean, what's that? Like the last four nights, mm-hmm. I've been up till about half two in the morning, mm-hmm. and I keep putting it on at like eleven o'clock and going, I'll just play an hour, and then it's, I'm just stuck in a loop. And it- <laughs> can't <he> get out. <laughs> There's also a couple of nights where we've. We'll be like, right, okay, I'll just finish this up, and then we'll watch something, and <laughs> like forty five uh... minutes later. You're still there. You're like, I, I know, but I just need to finish this bit and then <laughs> need to end this day. <laughs> you do, though, because it's so addictive. Because see, once you're in, there's no, like, quick save or save when you're in a map. So you have to mm. get to the end of that. And then you yeah. can save in between, like, so there's, like, morning, noon, afternoon, night. And if you go into, like, say, the morning, you collect a bunch of stuff, you need to wait until you get out of that level. Otherwise, you lose everything. Mm. Um... So yeah, it's very much got that, no, no, I need to play it until this, I need to get to this point, uh, but it's it's just brilliant, like it's so much, like it's, people keep trying to differentiate it from Dishonored, but it's just, it's Dishonored when you coat a paint, and that's fucking everything that I wanted. Mm. Is life. there not like a coffin or something that was found? I I wondered if this was me. So I was in one of the maps, and I was going about, and I went into this random, I think it's like a printing press shop or something like that and I turned around and I was like that fucking cabinet's from Dishonored like it just you know how Dishonored had a very distinctive like style like so I was looking at it and I was like that's fucking definitely so I took a picture and I put it up online and it probably was nothing to do with me but about a day Mm. later there was an article from like a a gaming website that was like Dishonored 2 cabinet found in Deathloop um, but I mean I suppose a lot of people probably found it but it definitely was like it's definitely like an easter egg it was exactly it was the same I don't know exact same kind of style Uh, so there's lots of little callbacks like that and it's just 
I love these games where you can like play your own way. Like you can go in guns blazing, you can find one of a million different stealthy ways. Like I've got this gun that's like a a rifle and when you shoot the bullets explode when they hit something. So I keep that on me now so that if Juliana appears I can just blast her with this mm -hmm. this thing. So that she can get the fuck. And how long is that one exclusive for? I think About it's a year. A year, yeah. I think. I'm not sure. Uh, there seems oh. to be Hunter's exclusivity going about now, doesn't there? Mm. Uh, but I, I think I, they, they said there was a poster that came out and it said on it, PlayStation exclusive until at least, and then it had like this time next year. So mm. it must, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was something like that. Well, I've got another year of Hades anyway, so it'll <laughs> be all right. <laughs> There's <laughs> plenty of stuff exclusive to Xbox, right enough, as mm. I have also been playing more of the Artful Escape. Just a bit more, to be fair, like maybe about another half hour. That fucking game takes a weird turn. Oh, does it? No, don't tell I, I might play it. Oh, no, I won't, I won't, I won't go into the story, but um, it's brilliant. Like, it's, it's so cool. Like, it's just so... The art style's amazing, the music's really cool, and... Aye, there's not really too much when I'm at at the moment. There's not been too much like sort of heavy platforming or anything like that. But, but yeah, it's it's just an absolute like bizarre, cool story that I'm I'm really looking forward to to getting more into it. Again, that's a timed exclusive on Xbox, but I think it's going to come to other stuff. Uh, they never they never tell you with this shit. Like it's it could it could be out in PlayStation next week, and you wouldn't hear about it. In, until basically it comes out. Uh, I think that's just our way of doing things. And other than that, I've played 20 minutes of Kenna, but you you covered that more than I would. Yes. We've got tomorrow, though, FIFA 22. Oh. What's, your, what's your excitement levels for that, Andy? Not as much as it used to be. No. To be honest. Yeah. Just, just a wee half chub. A wee half chub. A wee semi. A wee semi. <laughs> I think you'll be checking it out tomorrow anyway, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not tomorrow, because I'll be working, but I'll definitely check it out on my days off. Aye. To be fair, like, I'm pretty sure... I'll need to check Xbox, but I had... When I was sitting, setting up for this tonight, PlayStation sitting just over there, so I checked, and you can't preload the game on PlayStation, mm. so it goes live tomorrow at 6pm. Uh, so that'll be... It'll be live when this podcast goes live. It goes the game goes live Wednesday the twenty second at six pm UK time, but I'm sure this was the same mm. last year. You can't preload it, so it's six pm before you can start downloading it. Mm. Right. I think, although that was on PlayStation and Xbox, maybe you can because with Xbox, a lot of the time you can preload games much earlier than you can on PlayStation. So there's a chance that you could preload it the now. Um, so it's maybe mm. worth yeah. checking out. But I, I mean, to be fair, if it doesn't go live till six pm and Wednesday then if you start downloading it'll probably be Thursday morning before it's ready yeah. for you yeah most likely but uh, it should be quite good I put a thing out on Twitter and like just asking folk can I gauge in their opinion and it was as you can imagine like some folk were quite excited and then other folk were like it's the same fucking shit yeah, uh, that's why I'm not as excited because it's there's no much career mode progression really. uh, it's very similar yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping like I did play a bit of the beta and I'm really hoping that that was maybe an early build, but I'm not holding out a massive amount of hope. Like, as you, everybody knows, like, I'm more of a Pez fan, RIP. 
and <laughs> and so what I've done is because I'm going to be reviewing FIFA I have purposely listened to this to the other day I've not played PES for almost a month whoa because I want to go into FIFA like ready and with no comparisons to yeah. review it with a fresh palette aye a fresh palette that's a great way of putting it uh, I've cleansed my palette and I'm ready to to review FIFA, so I'll be checking out. There'll be a Let's Play Live of it by the time this podcast comes out. The has cleansed his palate. You couldn't fucking complete that. See that? Uh, the trophy list's fucking mad. You've got to, like... It's too much online stuff, isn't it? Uh, there's, like, trophies, like, win the first division in pro clubs and stuff like that, and you're like, yeah. you would... Ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> you're like, what's pro clubs? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Why can't we have just a fucking mm. career mode focused trophy list? Also, a thing that you probably won't be able to complete is they've released pop figures of football teams now. Pop figures? Mm-hmm. What do you mean, sorry? Oh, those pop Funko things? Yeah, Funko Pops. Is that what they're called? Huh? That's what they're called, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Like, so. Of decent football players? Well. Jürgen Klopp was there, and then to be fair, his one looked pretty good. Yeah, I did like, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but I, but like quite a lot of the Liverpool oh, players. Oh, Andy, Andy, you've got Andy's <laughs> attention. The Jürgen, the Klopp one is actually pretty good because I mean they, he is at, quite distinctive to be. He fair. is, I. But they've yeah. they've nailed him. Like he looks particularly good. <laughs> so he does, didn't he? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. What they've also released, and I've just I've just sent you it uh, at, at moments before the podcast started recording. Uh, oh no! <laughs> Chris on Twitter uh, sent us they are making Funko Pop. Uh, what do you call them? The like hold on. the mini ones. No, they're not actual Funko Pops. They're uh, like pins. A pin. Yeah. So the to pin. put on your coat. Yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So that's why it's just a Kevin McAllister one you can pre-order the now. I've just I've, it. I've just sent it to you. Okay, you're gonna put that in your Christmas jumper. Yeah. Mm. I've also ordered um, <laughs> cool. Harry and Marv, but they've not yet arrived. That's a concern. Be- it's becoming a concern. So Jess, a noob at this. <laughs> Uh, what a noob at buying Funko Pops yes <laughs> what she did was she went on to is it Zavi yes and pre-ordered <laughs> the Wet Bandits and John McLean because they, they're needed for her uh, Christmas collection right you could call it a Christmas collection I was going to say our uh, our Christmas display but okay right. um, so but They've been out for apparently about two years, but she's pre-ordered them, and it's because they don't have them in stock. Oh, so th- these have been on pre-order for about a month now, and I don't know what Zavi's situation is, if they're going to have them back in. So we're giving them to the start of October before we'll be cancelling our order and going to Funko Europe, a more... <laughs> <laughs> we'll be just taking our business to Funko Europe. Right. Maybe it's a Brexit about. issue, though. I, I mean, we, I, we I never got toilet roll in the bloody Tesco shop again because there's issues with, with toilet roll again, apparently. Right, oh, but there's plenty... people always buy toilet roll? What there's plenty on? of stuff around this house that I can wipe my ass with. I need <laughs> a fucking John McLean Funko Pop. Yeah. Right? I managed to get... I don't know if I spoke about this last week, but I managed to get a, a cyberpunk one that glows in awesome. the dark. 
Is it not the... I'm pretty sure you got it. Aye. Aye, I've seen it. Oh, Wee Johnny. Cool. Wee Johnny. I've not seen him glow in the dark yet. Though. No, and he keeps falling off the shelves. He does. So. He's trying to make an escape and I'm not letting him. <laughs> He's here it's to stay. Cool. They're all cool. Tune into our Funko Pop podcast. <laughs> I wonder that's coming this fall. Keanu Reeves would have loads of cool ones because he's got that character for Cyberpunk. There's a John Wick one Johnny as well. John Wick would look it's cool. cool. It comes with a dog. Uh, Ted would look cool as well. Like for Bill and mm-hmm. Ted. Um, Johnny McNamonic. You remember that film? Yep. Aye. That would look cool. And what else? Neo. Neo. He's done loads of like films that would look cool as a Funko Pop, I think. Oh, he's probably got about five like, or six. The, the Reeves collection. You know what I mean? <laughs> But this is, this is the thing with these figures. It's just an impossible endless. collection. Yeah, it is endless. You but cannot be a completionist, want. I know. I that's know. And if I'm somehow now hooked as well. That's like, as a business, it, it must be, it's so simple an idea and somebody's fucking rating the money on this. Oh my God. The the money involved in it now must be absolutely yeah, insane. Mm. Absolutely insane. Anyway, new content on the website, Craig. Have you done... Anything this week? No. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> What's that? Next section. Kay Pedersen's got a review of Tales of Her Eyes coming, Ooh. which everyone seems pretty taken with. I have never played such a game, but everyone seems to be loving it. I've seen nothing but praise on it for on Twitter. So there should be a review of that live in the next couple of days. And to be fair, although I've not done it now, there will be a FIFA Let's Play by the time this goes up. So. I have been moderately busy. Cool. Okay. That is cool. Beans. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to some news then. We have rounded up the latest noteworthy news to share with you and discuss. And first up, rumours are circulating that Detroit Become Human and Heavy Rain Studio Quantic Dream may be working on a Star Wars game. The origin is a French YouTuber named Gatso. I was looking forward to you having to try and pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, thanks for that. And his French weird name. Do you know how to pronounce it? No, but apparently it's the same guy that did a tightrope across uh, <laughs> Fine. Yes. So he said in part, quote, they have now finished their contract with Sony and will be signing with Disney. It looks like they will be working on a Star Wars game. It's kind of interesting. Like I don't know. The, like the way they do games? A Star Wars game like that? I no idea. I presume so. That's weird. The thing is, like, I, don't get me wrong, I love Heavy Rain, I love Detroit, I even loved the yeah. one they did in the middle. I can't even remember what it's called. It's like the forgotten one. It's the one that everybody hated. Oh, souls, Two Souls. Yeah, uh, Beyond Two Souls. I even like that. But the thing is, they're so story driven and anytime there's any sort of combat it's always a quick time event like oh yeah. press X now press square now like I think if they did a Star Wars game like people want it to be action focused yeah. and I don't think they're capable of action people want to swing a lightsaber about yeah you're not going to be able to just press B the lightsaber but it's just not going to I don't think it I don't think it translates well to the way they make games to that that product I'm the same. I like. I I, I totally agree. Like, I, I I like. I really, as I said, I really like Quantic Dream, but I just don't. I don't know that it's a a really good fit, especially like see 
three years ago, you'd have been like, right, well, nobody's made a good Star Wars game in fucking years, so fine, just geese it. But then yeah, that, now, aye, that Jedi yeah. Fallen Order was yeah. really good, and there's a sequel to that apparently in the works. So yeah. we're sort of good for Star Wars stuff. We, we don't have Baby Yoda in anything, though. That has to be coming. Like, mm. He's a sailor. Well, one of our, fri- one of our friends, Lee, is obsessed with Baby Yoda. And he was he doesn't even play play games and he was saying to me, right, says, What's the script? Is there a game in the works here? Because even he, he I mean, at this point he would buy a console <laughs> to play a, a game that has the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda in it. And I was saying to him, I was like, There's no way there's not at least one in pre production, mm-hmm. but it's gonna take yeah. a while. These you can't especially with next gen and stuff like that, like it takes four or five years to make these games now. Mm. But um I mean if he was in it, obviously that would certainly that would certainly help matters. Mm-hmm. But um, I, it's, I, I do think it's a bit of a weird fit. It is worth noting, though, that while the rest of those games were PlayStation exclusive, they finished a deal with Sony. So whatever they do do next is coming to all consoles. So it'll be Xbox as well. Oh, sorry, we did also... I asked on Twitter what people thought, um, just to kind of get an idea... Daniel L said, seems like an odd choice to me, but Detroit had some great moments, so I'll stay open-minded. Demo, maybe a relation to Dilo Brown, said, imagine the story too. Think Indigo Prophecy, where you're one of the last Jedi and Darth Vader is the main enemy. So you spend part of the game learning the Jedi stuff and the other part doing Sith stuff until Crossroads. Then you choose which side and experience that ending. Navman said, nah, we've had enough Star Wars games, we need a new Lord of the Rings. To be fair, Lord of the Rings is probably a better fit. Uh, and Philly said, I don't think they're the right studio to make a Star Wars game. I like their games, but they are very boring at times. If I'm playing a Star Wars game, I want to be swinging a lightsaber and shooting a blaster, not yeah. playing a press the quick time event. Yeah. Which I that kind of sums up. I think Philly's sort of nailed our thoughts on it. Okay, next up, Gran Turismo 7 will have ray tracing, but not during races. Series creator, here we go again. <sighs> Kazunori Yamauchi. Thank you, Craig. Confirmed that the fancy reflective technology will be reserved for replays and when you're observing your cars in its garage. Quote, for the time being, you can choose ray tracing in the replay, he said, courtesy of Google Translate, and then you can see the stage demo and the picture with ray tracing applied in the garage. It's a bit of a shaky transition, so details may vary, but we'll follow up with Sony to try and get some kind of confirmation when ray tracing will be enabled. Oh, it's so fair. As if anybody gives a fuck. That's the thing. See, with ray tracing, like, it does look really cool, but there's certain games, like, I was playing Watch Dogs Legion, and you could either have 30 frames a second with ray tracing or 60 frames without. So I really like the smoothness of 60 frames a second. So I went in and turned it off and I didn't notice any graphical difference. Well, mm-hmm. Like the puddles were still reflective. Yeah. It's really, I mean, it, it probably does make a difference in some games, but like, I, I just, I don't think it matters. Like it I, seems like it's purely aesthetic though. When it's 60 frames a second, there's a gameplay difference aye so I would go with that rather than just something looking a little bit better plus in racing games you're going that fast that reflections on the car don't really matter as much I don't think than a game that's quite slow paced do you also think you have to be somewhat 
graphically minded or have an insight to really see the difference like to yeah. the naked eye how like not to I the naked eye I, but like if you didn't know ray tracing was a thing would you well, notice it be better ray tracing is all about like reflections and stuff like that so there is there's a couple of good videos on youtube that you can see like the differences with ray tracing on and off and see if it's implemented well like the difference is fucking mental mm. but i don't think that anything's really used it that well so far yeah and like it'll probably be out same with this stuff it'll be a while before they do like before these yeah. folk figure it out mm. So, like, again, I asked for a bit of feedback on this and Ian Rhodes said, I think ray tracing is overrated. It's poorly implemented in most games and maybe it's my 50-year-old <laughs> eyes, but I think it looks better without most of the time. Like, I, I can't say I've seen it look better without, but I have certainly not no, noticed that much difference. Yeah. Um, I also asked, remember last week we were talking about the differences in racing games and then the differences in football games. So, like, for us, it's hard mm. to go between... Pez, RIP, yeah. and FIFA. <laughs> and so, like, was that the same for racing games? Yeah, yeah. Well, I remembered last night, late call, and I, so I asked people, I was like, right, what's the script? Because we here don't play enough different racing games to see if there is a massive difference. And so Alex said, I think the driving sims, you can jump between easier than, say, FIFA and Pez, RIP. He didn't say that. Because ultimately, he should have though. Because ultimately, they are doing the same thing. Cars tend to be what you need to learn rather than the games themselves. Which is interesting, actually, because like, in games, you do notice that like if you've got a Mini, like that will handle differently. So yeah. like maybe that makes more of a difference. Um, Wallace said, for what they present, they're relatively interchangeable. There will be some differences in the physics models, but by and large, they'll be the same. I've never had bother switching between them. Proper sims are different. Are a different kettle of fish, though, as is VR. And Lewis said, I play quite a bit of bike racing games, and if I've played MotoGP for any length of time and I jump over to the TT game, there's a 100% chance that I'll fuck myself into a wall instantly. So perhaps there's more of a difference in bike racing games. I can't say I'm much of a connoisseur of them either. Me neither. I remember... That, remember that PlayStation exclusive Drive Club? Yes. And it was like delayed. It was supposed to come out with the PlayStation 4, but it was like delayed a year. And so by the time it came out, like it was a fucking disaster. And the online wasn't working. And then Sony just like abandoned the studio, shut them down. But it actually was like a really good racing game. And they ended up bringing out like a, I think it was like a standalone DLC called Bike Club. And it was just bikes. And it was meant to be really good, but I don't think I'm going to try it. Okay, so kind of on the, the note of football games, Craig. Despite eFootball being free-to-play and the initial release on September 30th being little more than a demo, Konami has listed a 32.99 pre-order bundle on the store. This bundle includes 2,800 eFootball coins and eight chance deals these will be used to help build your creative team in the game which is the new ultimate team equivalent each chance deal will allow you to sign one of 16 top tier ambassador and partner club players so presumably they will include leo messi cristiano ronaldo as the former is the game's cover star and the latter plays for partner club manchester united According to Video Games Chronicle, if you're a competitive idiot, you can buy this bundle twice, which will give you all 16 of the top-tier players. 
I fucking hate this shit. I fucking hate it, honestly. <laughs> Aye, so our game's free to play, but uh, it's actually just going to be a demo when it first comes out, and it's not even out yet, but pre-order it for £32.99. Fuck off. Yeah. Pre-order our free-to-play game for £32.99. Also, we're just throwing this in here. If you pre-order it twice, you can get all the top players for your shitty online mode. Get fucked. Honestly, fucking nonsense this. I'm not overly high on eFootball at the moment. Right. (laughs) At the moment. Uh, although, Although... I'm willing to have my mind changed. Like at launch, all we're going to have is exhibition mode and nine teams to choose from. But um, I'd spoke to Konami because I like usually we get like Pez or IP about two weeks early. Like they always send codes out really early, uh, and so I was just like, so I know this is free to play, but is there early access for press, or is it just because it's free to play? It's on the day. And they came back and just said, uh, as soon as we have anything, we'll send it to you. And I was like, that doesn't overly answer my question. <laughs> but it's out a week on Thursday. So it's out the day next week's podcast launches. But there's a chance we may have access to it that we can talk about on next week's podcast. But um, if not, I'm sure you'll hear me ranting about it in due course. Being the completionist that you are, do you not want to get all 16 top tier players? I don't want to play online, so no. The fact that there's 16 top... I don't even know what's going on with this thing, honestly. Like Plus the nine teams that are with the launch are like not even... It's, it's, it's a bizarre mix of teams, isn't it? It's all partner teams. It's all teams they've, they've got to deal with. But yeah, like four of the teams are South American, which, fair enough, Pez has a... RIP. eFootball <laughs> has a... a decent following in South America so it's fair enough that there's a lot of like South American teams and stuff like that but it's not overly appealing for us like I think over here it's just Arsenal Man United Barcelona Juventus and Bayern Munich and then four South American teams Mm. and that's it with more coming later I think it's November's the first drop but fucking hell that's Mm. grim do you think they already had Big Rowan in a different shirt and they've had to change him now? Well, Juventus is one of the partner clubs anyway, so it will no matter because they're probably really, really fucking glad that he moved from a partner club to another partner club. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> if he'd signed for Man City, they'd have been livid. Okay, next up, Bloodshore is the next title from Full Motion Video Masters Wheels Interactive. 50, per- ter- uh, 50 participants are dropped onto an island and tasked with surviving by any means necessary while people watch the event on TV around the world. It's from the team that made The Complex and Five Dates and launches on PlayStation and Xbox consoles, Switch, PC, iOS and Android this November. Containing eight hours of FMV footage, the most the publisher has ever produced for a single game. Bloodshore follows Nick, who's competing on the game show called Kill Slash Stream, that has a big cash prize lying in wait for the winner. However, a sinister truth is hidden on the island he finds himself in. The game is said to contain the usual player choices that change the story and affect the relationships you form with other contestants. 
I'm into this. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by it. I really like these FMV games. That remember that Erica game that yeah. I really liked. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I think they used to be shit, but they're really seamlessly done now. Mm-hmm. So, like I don't know. It's just like the, that Erica especially. Like it was. It just looked so good. It was like in four K, and it would come up, and so you would when you made a decision, it just almost seamlessly. So it was. It felt like you were watching a film. Like it was just so. Seamless, mm. and uh, this sounds pretty cool. Like it's like instantly when I was thinking about it, it reminded me. I remember that WWE film, The Condemned, yeah. with uh, Steve Austin and Vinnie Jones, yeah. and then the most famous wrestler, Nathan Jones. Mm. <laughs> uh, See that? Eh? <laughs> I'm sure there was other wrestlers. It was the Great Khali not in it as well. Maybe no, not no? The that was, no, that was uh, the Longest Yard, wasn't it? Every wrestler yeah. was in that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like I, it sounds like a cool concept. Like it sounds alright. Like the only thing I'm a bit worried about is these sort of FMV things. Like I quite like them to be maybe about two hours. Like I feel like this should be the length of a film. And if yeah. and if this is eight hours long, it seems a bit much. Maybe I know you can do it over multiple nights or whatever, but I don't know. Like eight hours might be a little bit, a little bit long. It was like with that Erica game. Like it was really good. It was only maybe ninety minutes. But being the completionist, mm. I had to get the platinum, and you had to do six runs of the game. Oofed. Ooh, because that's a bit much. Aye, but I still, I, st- I still, still did it. I still did I've it. Done it, and then platinumed it again on the American version. So oh, I actually played course. that game twelve times. Oh, for fuck's sake! Does that excite you, Andy? You're just no right in the head. Oh, that's shit. <laughs> But I get, I get digital gratification. I get digital gratification. I don't have a lot of time. You know why I don't have a lot of time? Because you're completing a game 12 times. That is why. It's you cool. don't have a lot of time to play this and game. And no one's congratulating him for it. No. Like, no one cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Says the, the woman who got me a fucking Aye, for trophy some, for 100 platinums. Yeah, a wee bit of sympathy to make you feel. Hey, I'm, I'm closing in 300. Imagine oh, what I'm going to get then. Best, but another gift, eh? Can't wait. Keep me happy. I've decided, by the way, that uh, Deathloop is going to be Platinum 300. Oh, I bet the community can't wait. <laughs> Nobody can wait. <laughs> so exciting. Your leader has spoken, folks. <laughs> I don't know how yet, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him into this. It's turning, it's turning into my life goal. You will not ever. Nope. I'm going to secretly change his text message tone to the trophy ding <laughs> or the or the rare achievement noise oh I like that, that would you cool. like that uh, I, I like did that. get one of those uh, for Hades and I was like ooh what's that noise uh, it's good isn't it <laughs> yeah, amazing it really gets you going right enough you Senior game designer Tully Ackland has confirmed that the Knights of the Old Republic remake that was announced during Sony's PlayStation Showcase is in fact a timed exclusive on PlayStation and PC. The game will indeed come to Xbox at a later date. Mm. I think this was pretty much confirmed anyway, but it's just... Mm. Folk I, I played this back in the day. Was it good? It's all right, actually. See, I'm quite... like At the time when it came out, I wouldn't... You couldn't have paid me to play a Star Wars game, so no. I never touched it. But everyone's but it always like a, raved about it. It was kind of like a political. It was more like it was kind of like Mass Effect, right? That kind of idea. A lot of talking. See, I'm I'm interested in it now. Mm. I think I would I would definitely check out a remake. Um, but like the I'm pretty sure the original was like Xbox exclusive. 
So I suppose quite rightfully, there was a lot of kind of Xbox diehards that were like, are you fucking shitting me? This is exclusive to PlayStation. So it's good to get confirmation at least that it yeah. will be coming to cool. Xbox as well. But this, I mean, we are talking about this earlier, sort of mentioned it in passing, but there's a lot of timed exclusives yeah, going on. Yeah. Like, I, I do like how... It's a bit annoying in some ways, but at the same point, it's nice that we're getting back to a situation where the consoles feel unique. Like, I feel like... There's always been exclusives, but I feel like a lot of the time, like, it was, like, other than a few choice games each year, you could have either console and you were playing most stuff, but mm-hmm. it feels like there's a lot more that's just on this platform, just on this platform. And I quite like that. It gives you a, a reason to venture out. Okay, just a final roundup of other news items. We've got Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1 has been dated for November 16th. Yep, the last-gen version, the PS4 and Xbox One, has been delayed and it's going to come out, they say, only a couple of weeks later. Okay, cool. We've got Jackbox Party Pack 8 dated for October 14th. We've had a lot of fun with Jackbox yeah. Party games in the past. They're really good for, I don't know, group gatherings mm. and not you know non-gamers can pick up their phone and get involved, which is always good fun. They always, they, they tend to bring one of these out in October every year and it's it's perfect timing because it's mm. just coming up to like Thanksgiving in America and then Christmas and the fact that you can stick these on the TV and the con- your phone is the controller, mm. like everyone... Like I it's just a great way of doing it because it's really good for. I mean, everyone turns up to your house with a device, mm-hmm. so even like your auntie can play it. Yeah, yeah, they're good fun. Destroy All Humans Two reprobed is in development. No release window has been given yet for that one though. Kenna, which is currently only a digital download, is going to get a physical release in November. Not sure the exact date as of yet. And finally, Battlefield 2042 has officially been delayed until November 19th. 2021, not uh, 2042. It's not been delayed for uh, 21 years. Right. Thanks for clarifying that. What about that math in my head, by the way? Thanks for the clarification, Greg. What about that math? Not just after your face. Okay, now we've kept you waiting this week. Time for Shitty Platinum. Shitty, shitty platinum. Shitty platinum, shitty shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty shitty platinum. Is it going to be worth this wait? Well, this is unheard of in shitty platinum history. Oh, I've gone for five games. Wait, what? Is that allowed? Well, it's so. What happened was we've spoken about these numpties before, but the breakthrough gaming. LLC I think they're called they are like some sort of bible folks and they are they're the guys that were releasing remember the game like the racing breakthrough yeah. remember the one where you had to avoid like it looked like little golf holes I don't know is the bible going to do it they're, they're like some sort of church based developer like they're putting these games out to raise money for like the church or something like that <laughs> That's true. I'm not properly looked into this, but yeah, that is... maybe you should. Honestly, that's yeah, what, that's what's are, happening. Are they trying to get a new roof or something? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the it's like Father Ted. Wow, this is weird. We need to look more into this for next week. Yes. We need to get this. Story. I'll do the research and report needs, back. This still needs to be fleshed out, guys. <laughs> you don't just drop a wee bomb like that. 
<laughs> I mean, <laughs> we've spoken about this before. No, I remember we? the company. We've not divulged that information. No. Aye. There you go. Are we tidbit for you? <laughs> so, yeah, they've been releasing most weeks. They put out some sort of fucking nonsense. They also had those ones with the bowling where you had to like get three strikes in a row. Um, obviously, you'd be pretty good at that, Jess. Me, not so much. Mm-hmm. I take it they're not involved with Pretty Girls, whatever that one was called. No, we do have a few more of them lined up, though. <laughs> so get the curtain drawn because <laughs> I don't need shopped in for that. They'll be like, are those girls 18? And I'm like, aye, watch, I'll start the game up, it tells you they're 18. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so for the last five weeks, they have been releasing a game every Sunday called ZJ The Ball. And so each week it has been a game where you are this ball and the more you hold down X, the higher he jumps. And you have to go through about three or four stages, collect all the coins, which takes about three minutes. And then at the end, there's like a little mini game, and you have to not lose any of your coins during the mini game. And then you get the platinum. And now, the little game at the end has always been one of the, like a, a sort of take on one of the earlier games that they brought out. Like, uh, there hasn't been one of the racing ones, but there was one where you had to, like, jump the obstacles and different stuff like that. And so this was apparently the last one. They'd scheduled five of them. And so I've held off each week uh, choosing this as the shitty platinum, uh, and I just thought I'd wait to the end. They're 69 pence, so each one of them. The one, to be fair, the fifth one, the one that came out this week, was the easiest of the five, but they are all extremely easy and so you can get 10 platinums because you can get the UK and US versions of them mm-hmm. and they're each 69 pence or 99 cents but these fill your boots get those people a new roof <laughs> right <laughs> thanks you're welcome it was worth the wait I feel not difficulty <laughs> One out of ten. Fun. One out of ten. Gratification. Why did you write in your notes? Eight out of ten. Pure shite. Because it's not a good game. Right. They're not good games. Okay. Pure shite was being nice. It was apt, but it was uh, that was yeah. me being nice. Yeah, this is what he does with his time, folks. Yeah. The time that he doesn't have any of. Yep. Yep. Okay. One thing we did spend some time doing was watching our gaming movie night. Mm. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, The Cradle of Life, which came out in 2003, was this week's pick. In the film, Lara Croft races against time to locate the legendary Pandora's box before it falls in the hands of the evil Jonathan Reese, who wants to use it to make weapons of mass destruction. Of course. Of course. There's no entity fucking... Decorate his house or something. Who wants to kill everybody? No. I love an old WMD. Mm-hmm. So, was it good? I. Did I it, hang right. on, first question actually. Did anybody. did How will I word this? Because I was going to say raise your hand, but nobody can see that. Right. Say I if. Say I if you watched the full film. Aye. Aye. You did not. Did you not fall asleep? Or yeah, and then I rewatched it on the Monday. Is that okay? Did you watch it all? 
I fell asleep last night and I had to watch it See, more. that... So we okay, all had and, to and do the first, second viewing. In the first setting, say aye if you watched it all. Right, well, no. Because aye, we, we sat down to watch it on Friday night uh, with Castles, as usual, and all three of us fell asleep. <laughs> and it's not because it was bad, I was just knackered. Oh, because Charles, that's the same with me. I'm usually up for these films, but then you get into bed and you're just like, fuck the day. Oh no, I was sitting on the couch. <laughs> the day takes you. Yeah. I was sitting on the couch watching it, but just I'd been playing so much Deathloop, I'd been up till two o'clock every morning. And so. If the film was that good, though, I feel like it would have been captured our attention a lot more to stay awake. Well, I don't know. I mean, I did enjoy it. Like I say, like I. I would so much so that I was like, no, I'd, I mean, don't get me wrong, when I say I fell asleep, I fell asleep for like five minutes and woke up. I saw most of it. But what I did was last night was I went back. And I got it to the point where I first remember I must have fell asleep, and then I watched the second half of the film again mm. to mm. make sure. But uh, I thought it was a decent enough action film. It was all right. Like there was, I thought there was a load of funny bits at the beginning, like when they were underwater, and at one point they just sort of stop because a shark's going by, almost as if it's like a red light, and you're like, so they just sort of go, oh, stop, and this great white shark just goes straight past them, and they're like, and we're good. And I'm like, Aye. no, you're not fucking good. What if that thing fucking comes up behind you? They just toddle off as if they're fine. Yeah. The CGI was kind of quite shoddy with that shark as well. On the on the way out, when she punches the shark, I was, was in tears laughing. Aye. Punches a shark. In Brilliant. The Fuck. I thought she was going to do like a like kind of manoeuvre. Yeah. Do you remember Deep Blue Sea? When the guy stands there and then he dodges it and gets on its fin. I thought that was what was going to happen. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. She's going to manoeuvre around the shark. It's going to come at her and she's going to use it to get to the top quickly. No, she fucking hooks it in the face and then the nose. Imagine the power you can get throwing a punch underwater yeah that's a point exactly it wouldn't the, the even register it made a proper thud as if it was like a hard punch <laughs> and you're absolutely right there's no fucking oh my god it's hard to tap somebody in the shoulder underwater so and she's fucking KOing a fucking great white shark oh I loved that bit I was literally in tears and laughing how did she know it was then going to go to the surface I know that's the thing as well how did she know it's not going to go fuck this I'm wading I'm wading into my cave and go for down. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So stupid. But aye, so she punches the shark, then she rides it far enough away. Then after that, the shark just fucking leaves. The shark doesn't seem at all annoyed that she's punched in the face. She gets the lift from it. Then it fucks off. Doesn't come back when she's just bobbing about in the water. Then she uses this primitive Apple Watch to mm. call an Uber. She Ubers a submarine. That's her. I, I wrote down so she's got a fucking submarine. Aye. Is that a fat submarine that? they have? Well, obviously she's got a submarine. Fucking mm. Ubers a submarine. And she's like, aye, just had it out with a shark there. <laughs> It'll not be back. <laughs> Jesus. But at the same point, it was funny. It was like... Uh, I, I thought it was Entertaining. Yeah. I thought it was entertainingly stupid. Mm. I really liked that bit, to be fair. I thought that set the tone quite well. Jared mm. Butler was so young looking. Yeah, he? really young. So young. I think it's largely because he didn't have any facial hair, I think, that made him look a lot younger. Yeah. 
But he was slimmer as well. He, he did look very young. Aye. Something I found really off-putting, though, was... We spoke about this at the time, but, like, it's not unusual for Scottish actors to sort of overly pronunciate because otherwise nobody would have a fucking clue what they're talking about. Yeah. But I felt like he was doing it way more than the average... Like, Aye. more than he does now, more than I the average Scottish actor. It was all over the show. It was really... I found it really off-putting. Yeah. I find his, he does that in a lot of films. Yeah. Of job, but I find yeah. it quite off-putting. He's, the way he talks, mm-hmm. it's, it's just it's really annoying. Actually, yeah. I find it really annoying. Right, I like Gerard Butler as an actor, but I was watching that and I thought, "You're fucking lucky you made it, mm-hmm. mate." Yeah. I've seen him in real life. That was at a film premiere that he was at. Right, mm-hmm. and he didn't script you up. No. What film was that? Oh, it's a really good one, and I forgot what it's called now. The woman he's. Uh, his family get murdered. Oh, that's good. And he's that. in the jail. With Jamie Foxx? Aye. With Jamie Foxx? Is Jamie... No, I think so. I can't remember the name of it. The one where he, he sets all the traps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aye, aye, that's cool. That oh, is a good film. What's the name? Unsomething, or it begins with you. Oh, shit. Un... Oh, fuck. I have to look it up. Oh, that's gonna he's going to get annoyed. It's called... I can't remember. Do I need to get it before you look it up. Quickly get it so it annoys him. See, see when I am trying to think of a name or something, I go through the alphabet and it's honestly the best method. So see if you can't think, you think A, B, and then usually when you get to the right letter, it comes to you. Right, what's that? When was it though? How long ago was it? It was B about... Oh, it doesn't begin. It doesn't begin with a you. Totally made that up. What is it? Two thousand nine. Law. Law abiding citizen. That's the yep. one. Yes. <laughs> and is and it Jamie Fox? Yeah. Right. Quick, quick sidebar. I know we're reviewing a different film, but see, in Law Abiding Citizen, really enjoyed it, but it did annoy me that he never got away with it at the end. Like I was rooting for him, but uh. he gets outsmarted at the end. I, and I didn't really like Jimmy Fox's character. No. I, I thought the good character was kind of uh, Jerry Butler. Yeah, so did I. And I was like, oh, fuck's sake, I wanted him to get away yeah. with it. So I was a wee bit disappointed. But he proved his point. He did, aye. Yeah. It's a good, really good film, to be fair. Really good. Um, but yeah, no, he, he's done well for himself. But I, I, like you said, I thought the... I didn't think he's... he's certainly his voice acting was particularly good. I also laughed to see the, the bad guy when he asks for the ransom and he asks for a hundred million dollars <laughs> and I was like get that pinky in your mouth <laughs> right fucking now Dr. Evil get dollars. your fucking pinky in your mouth and he didn't and I was disappointed <laughs> oh did we see Mr. Farcry was in the film was he? Oh, he was a henchman I didn't notice you don't remember you don't notice him no till oh Till Schweiger or whatever his name is. Mr. Farcry. He loves it. I can't believe he didn't notice him. Well, I mean, he was Mr. Farcry after it, I suppose. He was, was the main henchman for the bad guy. Mm. I'm surprised, actually, because every time we watch a film these days, there's always about six folk. I'm like, what are they out of? And then, mm. like, I spent half half my film watching time on IMDb. Try to figure out I've got a new phone and I've not yet downloaded the IMDb app and it really upsets Craig. See, see if he ever catches me on the web browser version and not the app, I get in bother. <laughs> drives me mad. It bother. drives me mad. Why? 
I don't know because there's an app that works so much better. Why would you do it on your web on the web browser? It's inefficient. What would you class this film as? Like genre, action. Is that it? Fantasy. I was going to say that mm. this is a, an adventure, fantasy adventure. Yeah. I suppose big gorilla fucking things uh, with the big mouths. But uh, like they're like trees. They're not even gorillas. They're like fucking like mist tree things. Uh, it was like totally fucked up. And I'm like, it just doesn't go anything else in the film. The film's so realistic to a point. It's in and then the that comes the out of nowhere. World, and then it, fantasy becomes... Yeah. I know. Like, what the even, fuck? Like, as if they couldn't help themselves. Even in the really. games, there's never really much of a fantasy no. element. But then like, there's at certain f- times... You had that in the first time a T-Rex appeared. big thing that she had to fight with. Yeah. Them. That was stupid. Mm. I just didn't like that. I felt yeah. a bit daft. Aye. I, I, I could have done without that, certainly. And it, I thought it was funny that... Like, granted, she had observed them for a little... For, like, two minutes, but she was like... Uh, just stay still they don't seem like they can yeah, uh, see movement you're like alright you're fucking uh, all of a sudden you're an expert on these things aye they could achieve the same thing like maybe like they entered that bit of the place and all of a sudden they, there's a mist in it like it's got like a hallucinogen or something mm. and they're seeing those things like, but they're actually hallucinating yeah. and they end up killing each yeah. other or something rather than just making it actually these things are real mm. as fuck and you're like, oh Christ, and she doesn't think an eye. Mm-hmm. She's fucking seen these fantasy things and she's just like, mm, I'm studying them, studying them. Seem to be, uh, seem to be just, uh, they, they look as if they just uh, can see movement, Mr. Butler. <laughs> so I wouldn't move. If I were you. <laughs> I know, <laughs> the I, what the fuck? <laughs> I laughed when the guy peed himself, though. That was funny. Aye, Aye, that was that quite funny. See, see, before. That happened in real life, do you think? Probably. You're so scared you'd pee yourself. I don't know. I mean, certainly children do, but I don't know if you would as an adult. No, I don't. You'd lose. I don't know. I've never been that scared as an adult. Because you you always say like, "Oh, shit myself," but would it actually? (laughs) Would it actually happen? (laughs) Can you get so scared? Because somebody scares you so much, you actually go, "Oh fuck!" (laughs) I just popped out a turtleweed. If you have ever pissed or shit yourself out of fear, do get in Please touch. Please let us know. Please let us know. We will feature you on our podcast. Yeah, we will happily give you a shout out if you have indeed pissed or shit yourself out of fear. Uh, I thought it was, see, when it was before she, before she went out, she was doing like an assault course, not an assault course, she was on a horse and she was doing like a yeah. shooting range mm-hmm. and she had a fucking emergency stop on a horse. Oh, At one point something came and she was like, Nah, she's, it's like she pulled the handbrake up. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty impressive. That horse looked under duress. <laughs> a fucking struggle. Uh, and <laughs> see the bit when she did the, the world's biggest high jump? She got that bamboo and oh, she like yeah. did the high jump onto a helicopter. Oh, it was in like sh- it was in like Shanghai or something like that. Yeah. In fact I made did I make a note of it? Aye, it was in Shanghai and it said it was flower. Pagoda. I don't know if that's an actual place or not, but it was really it was a really cool setting, and I was like, oh, I wish they'd, this was an actual setting in the games. Like it was like a really cool, yeah. like yeah. I like it. It's sort of like based like the sort of Shanghai and stuff like like sleeping dogs kind of stuff. But um, no, it was it, it was weird. But I she got this massive bit of bamboo. She was on like a roof, and then she just fucking like I just fired herself right onto a helicopter. I was like, that's quite clever. She's resourceful, Lara. Mm-hmm. Knows what she's doing. 
She's always got her dual wielding pistols as well, isn't she? Shall we do box office? Oh yeah, let me look it up. I've got it here. So, the budget, 95 million. Scott have done pretty well. 320. 320? Woo! 280. 160. Really? Mm. Is that less than the first one, I think it is. Yeah. Or maybe around about the same. Because I'm sure when it's we scary. spoke about the first, the first film, I'm sure it was like the reason it was made for like. It was made for like 90 million, but they got most of that back in like tax breaks. The first one was 115 million budget and it made 275. Oh, so there was diminishing returns. I tell you something, like, see, as much as like, see, Angelina Jolie, I don't think she's particularly the best actress, but see what Lara Croft was back in the early 2000s. She was fucking perfect yeah. for that role. Yeah, yeah, and like, I enjoyed both films, but see if anyone else had played that part, it would have been nowhere near as good. No. Like, it needed that. It felt authentic because it was her. Her English accent was all right as well. Mm-hmm. Aye, it, it was it like... Wasn't, it didn't stand out as being daft yeah. in place. It was, it was fine. Like, she just looks apart as well. Aye, totally. Because like, you know Angela's kind of badass a wee bit. Yeah. And lack. Croft's gonna buy this, so she fit that kind of fit each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, no, it was definitely a good fit. Because I don't think that new lassie is good as Lara Croft. I didn't mind. I mean, obviously, we'll still need to. We'll still get that one to do. Yeah. But I, I watched that film relatively recently, mm-hmm. and I thought it was all right. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, I mean, again, like what Lara Croft is now in the newer games, she's quite close to that. Like, mm-hmm. like Angelina Jolie playing. Lara Croft on what she is in the latest Tomb Raider trilogy yeah. would seem outdated because they have sort of grounded Lara Croft like before uh, it was the like the big lips the big tits the uh. very sexualised whereas it's now they have made her more modest like and yeah, I think that does fit Julie's more like Lara Croft is fully fleshed out as a character she's all confident she's yeah. Lara Croft was that new lassie it's like the beginnings of Lara Croft. Yeah. How she became Lara Croft. Yeah. So I think she's it not fit. Got the confidence in that yet. It sort of fit the game. See the the reboot game they did in two thousand and thirteen, where I had like to start a game and see how she became. Yeah. Lara Croft. You can see why they've done that. Obviously, if you're going to reboot a game, you might as well start from the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, like back, I remember that two thousand eighteen film back when they were casting for that. Like I was adamant it should have been Jessica Biel. Like, if you look at the games now, especially 2013 games, see if you put a picture of Jessica Biel up, it's uncanny how much she looks like. And obviously she had done quite a few acting, uh, quite a few action roles at the time as well. She but she's, she's like, she, I think she kind of settled down and had kids. She doesn't do as much yeah, anymore, I, was I don't say, think. She, she was probably too old to be Joyce. Yeah, yeah uh, Timberlake gets paws on her. Mm-hmm. Right, let's <laughs> turn to Payage. How many Scotch pies are we going to rate Lara Croft? The mm. cradle of life. I'm going to go for a three. I'm going to go for a three. I'm also going to go for three. I was tempted to go for four just because of the shark punch and <laughs> the submarine Uber, but <laughs> I'll stay with 
three. It's good to know, you know, how you're voting. Uh, Just yeah, hala- works, hilarious, you know? <laughs> hilarious <laughs> shit like that is enough. One individual scene is enough for a pie. When it's memorable like that and it's just so ridiculously funny, mm-hmm. it's almost worth it. But I'll go three. I thought it was I thought it was middle of the road. It was decent. Yeah, our listeners are in agreement. You'll be surprised to hear. So fifty one percent of voters gave up three Scotch pies. Also, twenty percent went for four, fourteen percent went for five, twelve percent two, and three percent said one pie. Yep, and we also had Flying Taco, he's back, I assume it's a guy, I don't actually know, and he says, or she says, I really enjoyed the film, Butler's acting didn't feel like the finished article here, but it's just a fun action flick, four sharp punches to the face from me, (laughs) and Kev said, Angelina Jolie was the perfect pick for what Lara was back then. The film was decent, but with anyone else in the role, it would have been shite. So, pretty much in line with what we were saying. Mm. Um, I agree with both of them, definitely. So, thanks for the feedback, okay, next, lads and or girls. Next week, we're going to return to Resident Evil Apocalypse, which is the second in the series and picks up from where the first one ends. So, yeah. I can't, I'm trying to think, like, they all just blend into one for me, but I think the second one might be the best one. I've only ever, I've seen the first one quite a few times, I've only ever seen all the others once, so that's what yeah. I've Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen it. I'm pretty so. sure, I, I I think I've only seen them once as well. We, we went yeah. to the cinema, pretty much, like, at the time when these were coming out, like, we did the, it was, I think it was Orange Wednesdays at the time, and oh, so yeah, we saw sure. pretty much everything that came out, so I'm pretty sure I saw almost all of them, maybe not the last one, but in the cinema, so, but other than that, I wouldn't have seen them at all, and they all do just sort of blend into one, you know what I mean? When's Bond out again? The end of the month, like, next week, I will, we'll go and see that. I'm up for, I'm up for some Bond. Better be good. Fucking waited long enough. Oh, it will be good. It will be good. Okay, time for Pick of the Week. 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 Jesus face, just look. Oh, fucking hell. I didn't know you had such a deep voice, Jess. You just always take things too far. You've I mean, always got to be the same. Don't get me wrong, your, your pitch was perfect oh, there, but I didn't realise you could make your voice go so deep. <laughs> so, as always, we like to leave you with a pick of the week, but you, the listeners, are the voters on this one. Our poll this week, the choices were Death Stranding, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Adam's Family Mansion Mayhem, Lost Judgment, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, and Death Park. What is Death the res- Park? What's that? Not to bury the lead, but some shite horror game oh, about, yeah. about clowns. It's like a kind of walking simulator type thing. I think oh. it's about a couple hours long, and there's clowns. That's, a, that's all I know. That, I take it that's the one that, that won? Aye, it won. Landslide vote. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. Sure. Big following for a clown park, okay. death park. What is our pick of the week this week then? It is in fact Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. It got 48%. Do 
Joint second was Lost Judgment and Death Stranding, coming in at 21% each. Diablo 2 Resurrected got 9%, and disappointingly, the Adams Family <laughs> Mansion Mayhem only got 2%. That would have been fitting with our theme tune for Pick of the Week as well. I know, lost so, opportunity there. Yeah. So yeah, Kenna, uh, we spoke about it earlier, obviously. Uh, seems really good. The early Metacritic score is an 85, which given how late review codes went out and the fact that the embargo only lifted as the game launched is much higher than I was expecting. Mm. It really did seem like they were fucking hiding something, yeah. but turns out pretty good. Uh, it is interesting though, like usually when a game's embargo lifts, if you go to the likes of Metacritic, there's usually say 90 reviews, sometimes just over 100, but with this, it was 16. And I think it's partly because codes went out so late that not a lot of places had it finished. But also, I think they were quite selective who they sent codes to. Like, I, I don't know if there's a... I, I, I'm talking completely at Mars here, but I saw a tweet from a guy, I think it was Video Games Chronicle, and they had tweeted on Saturday, a guy saying, we still haven't really haven't seen anything uh, for, about codes for Kenna. And then the guy said something like, I think they had an article last year about the development studio, about how the the head of that studio was having to step down for some reason. And he'd sort of said, look, I hope, I'm hoping it's nothing to do with this because mm. they'll not be happy if it is. Because uh, obviously all they were doing was reporting news. But I, I don't think it would. I mean, I think codes just did go out pretty late. Mm. Um, but it, so far, so yeah. good. Seems like a, a worthy pick of the week. Yeah. And... Something that's really good surprise. Yeah, it's thirty two ninety nine, which so you know it's mm. for the full game. It's although do we know how how long it is yet? It's I mean, about I've not fifteen it. to twenty hours, which yeah, is a fair length. Well. And obviously, graphically, it looks amazing. A lot of people are with the gameplay like sort of saying it's a bit like a PS two game, but not in a bad way. It's just got a lot of those sort of tropes they used back then. Mm. But uh, so it maybe feels quite nostalgic in that sort of way. But it certainly doesn't look like a PS two yeah. game. Like it looks gorgeous. Yeah. And it's a great price point. Like we spoke about this before in this podcast, but we want. I don't mind a game like get some games been seventy quid. See when Grand Theft Auto Six comes out, that's a beast of a game. Fucking charges seventy quid. Fine, mm-hmm. I'll be playing it for about two hundred hours. But um, yeah, you want to see a sliding scale. It doesn't have to be fifteen ninety nine or seventy quid. It can be thirty pound. It can yeah. be forty pound. It can. You know, that's, on its yeah, that's what you want, and it certainly looks like this is it's well priced. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. It seems like they could have got away with full price, so it's good to see. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it helps it sell really well. Okay, that's us then for this week. We hope mm-hmm. you've enjoyed listening. As always, do report back, drop us some feedback. Look out for our pre-show polls for next week's episode, and if you can, please rate and review. Yeah, get the reviews in. Do it. Tell them, Andy. Tell them to do it. Fuck off. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.